been a while, but yet it still feels like home, Gary. It's Gear been a on. while. And Gimme Five is is here to stay. Oh man, I love it. I love every time. Every time it feels divine, feels great. All right, uh, oh, Gimme Five. Nice. Yes, yes. Ooh, the beat. Ooh. Dude, I've, I've got some classic Gimme Five Gary games for you today. Good, good. Uh, I'd say the yeah. same, but uh, you hate my games. You, you, uh... <laughs> but that's I don't right. hate them, I just hate losing. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's that actually is true. That is that is what I mean when I say you hate them. All right. Um, yes, uh, Give Me Five, the part of the show, of course, where uh, I've got five questions for Gary. He's got five questions for me. We do not know what they are, but Gary, what are we going to do with those questions? You'll always, always be honest with each other. Always. <laughs> there we go. All right, Gary, do you want to go first or second on our uh, on our oh, reunion? I'll, I'll go first. You know, my my first two are um, related to our movie of the week, Swiss Army Man. First one is a question for you. It's about survival because I I was a Boy Scout, but I do not think I could survive for more than a few days. So this is a two parter. If you had to be dropped off somewhere to survive for thirty days, a where would you choose to be dropped off um, anywhere in the world that you think you could survive? But it has to be like remote, obviously. And what are the three survival items you would bring with you? So like the Hilton Dubai, that's like, that's yeah. not, not a couple. <laughs> well, uh, you're, you're an American, so you, you, you might have you might have to go like a little John Wick over there. But um, I'm thinking more wilderness. Oh, that's so hard because I don't want a desert. I don't know that I could. Well, I guess yeah, I, I think I get desert. I guess I could do a desert. Actually, now that I think about it, I think I could do a desert. So what I do is... Is it because you're from the desert? <laughs> no, it's more so because I because if I go down my options, I don't want to go in anywhere icy. Like, I legit think I would die in ice conditions. Uh, the second would be what jungle conditions would probably be more favorable. But you go to a jungle and you start to run into like, oh, this little bug that's like no bigger than an ant just licks you and then you're and you're dead or or at night you then have to deal with jaguars or something and i i don't want to deal with big ass monsters or big ass animals so i think if i go to a desert at least it'll be isolated i'll be on like dune my own version of it and if i can bring i can bring three items it would definitely be a tent because i think that that's super important Mm -hmm. in a desert environment it'd definitely be a tent Wow, how do I get water? How do I find water there? I think I do... I, I guess I just have to... Prov- oh, man, because I don't want to also move the water. Uh, I'd have to think of how do I provide myself water. I would definitely bring a ferro rod for, for fire, uh, which is just okay. like a fire starter. And... Uh, yeah... I, I something for water. I guess at the very least, I'd be bringing actual physical water, but maybe something that uh, some sort of compass that directs me to water, or at least like maybe like uh, <laughs> yeah, some something that uh, like like the dune where it turns your sweat into water. I don't know what it could possibly be, but you wouldn't just want to bring a Swiss Army man that could just do everything for you. That'd be great. That'd be phenomenal. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. All right, Gary, Jack Lear. Founded Jabalots in July of 2021, a company that takes old stock off retailers and sells them back to smaller businesses. Why does Jack's business intrigue me, you might ask, Gary? Because Jack and his team of 45 
by abandoned shipping containers and sift through 220,000 pounds worth of inventory at a time, Gary, never knowing what it is exactly they are buying. From a container of 50,000 faulty breast implants to spoiled food that is processed at 20 to 50 tons of food per month. Oh, and did I mention Jack is 21 years old? So, Gary, if I were to gift you a shipping container of any one identifiable item, which item would you want nearly 220,000 pounds of? That's a lot, a lot of any one item. Maybe like lint rollers, maybe PS5s, (laughs) maybe uh, gummy bears. Maybe, oh yeah. man, I, I feel like money is a cop out answer. Um, yeah, because what would I do with 225,000 pounds of cash? That's probably like all the cash in the world. So, a, one shipping container of one item, yes. Oh my god, um, let's say, let's say guitars. I want to. Because uh, hopefully, if it's just random, you know, there might be some some really, really, really iconic guitars. Um, I could sell the guitars. I'd sell them at a lower price than usual to, you know, spread the joy of music to the world. And um, I'd still be making a hefty profit off of 225 tons of guitars. I, I know that's a very random answer, but, um, you know. I think for me, I would have gone, because you said the easy uh, answer would have been money. I would have gone with something like CBD, like gummies or something, just because you, you, every, every every one of those you can sell for pretty good value, and uh, yeah. and and uh, it's worth more than what it is. All right, go ahead, Gary. Can I pause this real quick? So my, my dog is, is sick, and I have to take her out to the... All right, this next one. Is a little game I like to call Paul Dan O. I know that's <laughs> some some low hanging fruit there, but Paul Dan O. So this is three Paul Dano questions for you. Uh, first one, he's an interesting guy. Where does he rank for all time in terms of box office uh, for actors in a leading role? in a movie so he's been in a lot of supporting roles but just take the movies that he's had a leading role in for example swiss army man and out of all the actors all time where do you think he ranks in terms of all the money that those movies has made of all time i mean he's maybe like any actors yeah it's got to be like a hundred like at least a hundred and eighty seven you're going to be really surprised. I'm, I, I'm going to tell you what's higher. I'll give you two more chances. It's higher than that. 93? Oh, I'm... No, like... like like like. Oh. Oh, it's The higher. other way. Yeah, the other way. Got it. Sorry. Uh, okay. Like, so. think, think much higher. Yeah, no. I, I, I thought this. Yeah, it's got to be uh, maybe... Because, like, leading role, he if he's leading, I mean, it's probably like this... Maybe, maybe like, does he get, does he even get like a leading role in like, in uh, and what was that? I think Strangers or something with. Um, I'm gonna go with like, uh, three ninety three. No, the, the answer is one thousand five hundred and eighty four. Yeah. 
he has made $82 million at the box office as a leading man. Now, this is from that website, The Numbers, and I reference them a lot. I don't really know how they decide this stuff, but 1500 is insane because he's been in, in a lot of notable movies, but I guess there are quite a few actors who have been in a lot more. Um, and I, I think the next, the, uh, yeah, the the lead characteristic there is that he's a lead. That that really the lead, which help. he's only had in what like three movies, maybe because yeah. I'm not counting Prisoners or yeah, like Prisoners would be the one, yeah. Little Miss Sunshine, like he's supporting in all those. But um, okay, wh- where does he rank on your all time weird fuck lists? Because this guy, he's a pretty weird fuck. Uh, he looks weird. He's a weird guy. Also, Paul Dano, if I ever get the chance to work with you, you're incredibly talented. I think you're amazing. I'm just saying, man, you're you're a pretty weird, pretty weird dude. Yeah, I mean, he's also been in like There Will Be Blood. Uh, as a weirdo. As a weirdo. You know what? He's probably top. He ranks high on this list. I go top five. Top five weirdos? Yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah. Based off that question, my last one is who would win in an uncomfortable face contest between Paul Dano and Gary Busey? Who would break first by making uncomfortable faces at each other? It's got to be it's got to be Busey because Dano has just like a round face. So it's it there's not like there is some stuff to be done, but a lot of it's a lot of more is of his mannerisms, whereas Busey just has like a angular face with like teeth and everything yeah it's got to be Busey he's got but a lot it, going on up there yeah there's there's a lot of uh of natural organic material that Busey can draw off of that you know Dano has to actually <laughs> act in order to access all right Gary the movie, the movie associated with this gimme five is Swiss Army Men as you've pointed out and while the titular character played by Daniel Radcliffe is versatile that doesn't mean that the method to utilize the special gifts Manny provides aren't um disgusting so i want to go down a small list of four things that hank had to do in order to survive and use manny's special gifts your job gary rank them from least disgusting and completely doable it's a survival uh uh it's a survival situation two well i guess i'm gonna die now (laughs) so you gotta rank (laughs) them from from it's a survival situation completely doable to well Uh, i guess i'm gonna die now are you ready I'm ready to write these down. Yeah, let's do it. Option one, drink water that originates from a formerly dead person's mouth. That's that's, uh, that's one. Number two, plug a literal cork up an actively erupting anus. I'm going to put that as as medically as erupting. Very nice. That is as medically as I can term it. Uh, Option three, dress up in drag to jog someone's memory by playing their love interest. Dressing up in in, uh, drag to jog someone's memory by playing their love interest. And then last, but certainly not least, feel a uh, quote-unquote special compass on your back to ensure you are headed in the right direction. So, so you're saying someone's boner in my in, in my back? Yeah, yeah, directing you uh, on your homeward bound journey back. So, okay, let me just say that the dressing up as drag. Let's say that is the least disgusting. Um, if you ever catch tipsy flicks, I've done drag. I've been shirtless. I will literally wear anything for anybody. Um, I do not care. I think it's fun. Um, now, the the jogging someone's memory is a little bit wild because. Um, 
there's like some some weird trauma there. It's it would be an uncomfortable situation, but I think that I'm the least uncomfortable with that. Uh, next up, uh, the boner in the back, slightly more uncomfortable. Um, I have never felt or to my knowledge been near another man's erection um (laughs) (laughs) and i would have to get used to it but um you gotta do what you gotta do when it comes to survival hopefully he's got like a notable dick that's like you know not too big to make me uncomfortable but big enough for me to say hashtag respect my guy next up man these these last two are really hard but i'm gonna say the second most disgusting is putting the cork in the butt. Um, you, I mean, imagining the smell of the ass is weird. I think that it's, it's, male it's butts It's a dead are, ass. It's a dead ass, too. It's a dead, it's a dead ass. Dead and male ass asses is a dead are, ass. <laughs> dead ass, bro. Man's butts are terrible. Like, we, we got hair. We got pimples. Um, <sighs> I, you know, in America, we don't use bidets. So there's a lot of, you know, shit on there. Um and also, you got to think Manny's butt had like jet propulsion powers on it, so you're really, really working that cork in there. Um, but I would say that would top almost any list. But the drinking water from the corpse when that happened in the movie, it made me nauseous. Oh yeah, I think it's, I think it's so disgusting. Like the idea of that. I mean, even from like a regular person's mouth, like. You know, if if I had a girlfriend, even and she if it's like, somebody, yeah, it's somebody you like, somebody you've, and she was like, hey, I'm gonna spit with. this in your mouth. I'd be like, fuck no, never, no, I'm I'm not gonna do that. So that is a real last resort for me. It's it's horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Eventually you'll get thirsty enough, but damn, it'll take me a while to get there. All right, your turn, Gary. Yeah. All right, so this is a classic. I have three news headlines or th- three sets of two news headlines. Ah. Um, I'm going to give you one real one and one that I made up out of my butt. Oh, I took the cork out. Yeah, I was going to say, let me you're gonna plug tell, it out. <laughs> yeah, you're going to tell me which one is the, the real news headline, which one is the fake news headline. So are you ready? I'm ready. Your first set of news headlines. A. Elon Musk announces five-year plan to put volunteers on Mars. Or B. Simone Biles has a rival, a tiny bark beetle. Which one's the fake one? I think Which the, one's the fake one? I think the Elon Musk one is the fake one. That is correct. You snuffed me out. <gasps> I I got these from the NPR section where they have weird news headlines, and there's no context behind the headline. Simone Biles has a rival, a tiny bark beetle. I'm assuming it's a little bug that does little flips, but yeah, uh, just good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's one for one. Okay, next one. First one. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian make it official with risque photos in Santa Monica. Or, 700 sheep and goats were arranged in the shape of a syringe to encourage vaccinations. Which one's the fake one? I think it's the second one. The vaccinations one is the fake one. You are incorrect. This wow. is a real thing. They have an aerial photo of, I don't know in what country, let's say New Zealand, because they got a hell of a lot of sheep over there. They arranged 700 sheep and goats in the shape of a syringe and took a picture of it. And the time that it took to do that, you probably could have gone and you know gotten some actual vaccinations and handed them out <laughs> yourself. But, you know, to each his own. Each Last girl. one. Uh, a broken toilet on SpaceX capsule means astronaut will turn to Earth will return to Earth in diapers. I'll say that one again. A broken toilet on SpaceX capsule means astronaut will return to Earth in diapers. <laughs> okay. Or 
Minnesota dentist who put cyanide in braces is sentenced to life in prison after more deaths come to light. I'm going to go with the first one being fake. First one being fake there. Thank God the first one is actually real. There were no um, Minnesota dentists putting cyanide in people's braces. Thank Thank, the Lord. Yeah, thank God. Okay, wow. So, uh, okay, so at least I got one. You got one. And let me just say that it's been a few months since we've done this, and I feel such pride right now in bamboozling you. Bamboozling. Oh, You've I'm been boozled, my boy. I've been bamboozled. All right, my next question here, Gary. Ah, uh, we go back to one of our favorite segments, Gary. With the game my sister gifted me at Christmas, remember? <laughs> oh no way! I will draw a card and ask Classic. you the film trivia question. If you answer correctly, you shall get a point. If not, you shall fail and lose a point. Since we must do well, eight, if you, if you bring back some some repeat questions, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to therapy, dude. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Man. If we, uh, if we, uh, yes, uh, if, since we must do eight separate questions because of the way the card is formatted, I must remind us both that you can win with five or more correct answers, lose with five or more incorrect answers, or tie with only four right and four wrong answers. Gary, are you ready? Dude, I'm so ready. I'm, you know, I, I've been doing my other podcasts. I've been watching movies. I've been writing movies. Let's see. All Let's right, see I'll, where this goes. After this first one, I think you're going to go 50-50. Here we go. Uh, who played Jules in Pulp Fiction? Jules, Jules, Jules. Um, yeah, that would be that would be part one. Who, <laughs> which character was named Jules? <laughs> was it um? It, it was Samuel L. Jackson's character. Final answer. Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh yes. And thou shalt not be with the Lord, and all that shit. That was good. And they right. will know my name is the Lord. Yeah, the classic. Lord. All right. Classic. In the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which song does Ferris Bueller lip sync? Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby. Sing it on, baby. Twist and shout. Twist and shout. Twist and shout. You're two and two, my friend. You are softballing me today. Uh, Oh, yeah. As you know, it's never me, it's always the cards. All right, who played. Oh, wow. Who played the bell ringer in the movie Rocky? <laughs> these, wow. these are the ones that just... Um, let me say uh, Danny Glover. No, uh, Frank Stallone, Sylvester Stallone's father. Oh, that's kind of sweet. I mean, okay. it's cool, but how the hell would you... I uh, would... Yeah, which doc helped Marty McFly in the movie Back to the Future? What the fuck? Which doc? Yeah. Like... The character's name? Um, Doc Brown? There you go, Brown. Oh, yes, that's my cousin's name on Discord. Shout out to you, because that's that's what made me realize the answer. He's Doc Brown. There we go. Wow, you are one away from at least tying it. Yeah, three for four. You're only missing one. This will be a monumental, monumental streak. Yes, here we go. What was the Pink Panther in the classic movie? A detective? And you are wrong. It was actually a diamond. It was actually a diamond. It was considered... Oh. Yeah, the Pink Panther was actually what? a diamond. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, so so we're not... So so the character wasn't called the Pink Panther. It was... No, no. The, the Pink, Pink Panther... Yeah, the, o- the, the only reference, whenever you see the Pink Panther as an animated form, that's just for the opening 
title sequence. That's all it ever was. Oh, but the actual man. pink diamond for which the movie's labeled off of is uh, a diamond. All right. Uh, which Woody Dude, Allen... Some, some Mandela effect over there. Yes. Which Woody Allen film was subtitled A Nervous Romance? Uh, Annie Hall? You are correct. And you are... Oh, yes. You are guaranteed a tie. <laughs> Two questions I'm left. In, I'm in the play-in game. Let's see if I can get into the playoffs. Two questions left, my Golden State Warrior friend. In the film Top Gun, which jets do the pilots fly? <laughs> um, F-16s? You know what? You were a hell of a lot closer than I would have ever been. F-14 Tomcats, because of course... Tom Cruise. Ah, Tom Cruise. Okay, so how, how many more do I have? One more? You only have one more to tie Ooh. or win. Tie or win. I'm watching your face right now as you read the card, man. All right. Who played the clerk who receives Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi's money at the end of the film, The Blues Brothers? Oh, my God. I. Uh, you ever seen? Have you ever seen? Um, nope. Okay. So let me think of that era. <clears throat> you know what? On the um, on the note of Ferris Bueller, let's say Matthew Broderick. Ah, oh, very close. It's actually Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Oh, a little Spielberg cameo. I um, damn, I tied. Damn it. I love that. That was a win in essence for me. That was a win in all. It was because I started off strong and then you brought me so down to strong. Earth, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right, your turn, Gary. So I um, don't pay attention to the news at all anymore. I used to be really informed, and like you know, the last <laughs> time I looked at the news was for was for the last game that I did with you. But apparently, the Olympics are happening right now. The Winter Olympics in China. Um, this I did not know until yesterday, but. I wanted to ask you, um, what activity, sport, or anything, if it became a competition, what could you legitimately get a gold medal in if you were competing against anybody in the world? Any activity, throwing Cheetos at the wall, yelling, anything. So, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be real. It doesn't have to be real. It can be any activity. Maybe wearing headphones at the poker table. <laughs> I would probably gain a, a gold medal. And this is just the first freaking thing that popped into my head. Uh, the, a gold medal for either making popcorn, because I make really good popcorn, or... or okay. So I have a space heater in my, in my room. And, you know, if it gets a little chilly... From time to time, I will be able to sustain a lot of heat while playing games just directly going right at my ass. <laughs> you'll you'll angle the space heater so it's blowing heat up your butt and it'll keep you your your, your innards warm. Yeah, listen, listen. It's a center it's a center thing. It's, you know, once you get that, that center of your body warm, the rest of your body's just, it's going to like, it's going to fluctuate out. It's just going to, it's going to. You got to, you got to paint this picture for me. How, how do you, how, how do you set this up? Okay. So they, uh, right next to my bed is a, uh, is like a, a small dresser. Yeah. A small dresser that, and a space heater's on top of that. So it's by design on the same level as my ass. 
And so, so like you turn to the side. I turn to the, I turn well, so I'll look straight ahead for the TV. I'll uh, I'll I'll scooch kinda. down the pants and I'll just uh, <laughs> and I'll just have heat just applying directly oh. toast in my bun. Oh, you'll you'll take the pants down as well, so it's actually on your butt. A little bit, yeah, yeah. I'll wow. toast the buns, yeah. Wow. I you know what I have never heard of that before, but. Um, you have impressed me with your survivalist skills. Now, now, if I ever get lost, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you have a space heater and a power source to <laughs> to toast your ass. All right, put a torch by my rectum. Wow. Yes. Oh, all right. Uh, I don't know where the hell we go from there, but uh, we we go. Uh, Gary, uh, while filming the movie. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I was I was very confused. All right, sorry. Uh, Gary, while filming the movie Tokyo Drift from the Fast and Furious franchise, the producers were unable to get a permit to shoot a scene in Tokyo. They shot it anyways, then hired a fall guy who pretended to be the director and spent a night in jail. Oh, damn. So Gary, I've got some films here that I want to know if you would spend a night in jail for having taken the credit for being the one to do something illegal in order for the film to be made. Uh, so taking credit essentially for being the director here, are you ready? Dude, just I, I just I want to shout out that that's a big budget motion picture, and they had to pull some mafia shenanigans just I to know. get it made. That's, I that's know. great. Oh, we love it. All right, first off, let's just start right at home here. Swiss Army Man, would you take a fall the fall for Swiss Army Man? No, I would not. It's a great movie, but um, not exactly my brand, and I I would not take the fall for it. All right, The Godfather. Yes, 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 yes. One, I mean, uh, uh, arguably the best movie ever made. 100%. The Silence of the Lambs. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. Next one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The better Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Um, so, you know, w- w- th- there's implications with being... The fall guy. Oh yeah. Because after the, because after the fallout, it's like you have no, that you on actually your didn't do anything. You have that on your record. But if I could say that I helped Guardians of the Galaxy get made, especially the second one, it, you know, I got a Star Lord tattoo literally right here. Um, yeah, I would take the fall for, wow. for Guardians too. That yeah. is so. That is so altruistic of you to take the fall for Chris Pratt. I just, I never would have thought I'd see the day. Uh, the rise of Skywalker. No. Yeah, no. No, no. I just watched it two weeks ago. I'm still sad. I'm still traumatized. Disney, what the hell is going on? No, I'm not taking the fall for that. JJ can deal with that. Here's an interesting one, Gary. The Batman, the one that's not released. So you have to do this without knowing if it's any good or not beforehand. The Matt Reeves Batman? Yeah. Um, So I'm confident that it's going to be good. Because Matt Reeves is a great director. I enjoy Robert Pattinson. Although I will say that I have never quite been on board. And Paul Dano, that's right. And Danny DeVito and Zoe Kravitz, who I love. Not Danny DeVito, Um, Colin Farrell. Oh my God, (laughs) it is Colin Farrell (laughs) doing a Danny DeVito impression. That's so insane to me. Um, But I have not been a big supporter of whatever the hell's been going on at DC up until like the last... Two years, really, once the Harley Quinn movie came out, and then it's been a little bit and better. And the new um, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Great movie, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna say 
No. I, even though I think it's going to be good. Okay. I don't want to be involved in whatever shady stuff DC has going on because that to me is like, you guys, you got to You got to figure this out. You don't need me as a fall guy. Come on. All right. The Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, as There's soon as you said this game, I was like, he's going to say The Evil Dead. There's only one answer yes. here, Gary. Yes, I'm I'm going to be the fall guy because that movie is one of the all-time like let's read about how this was made cuz it's so crazy movies like I, a lot of shit went wrong and I would part like to of be the part canon, of that yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, yes. exactly. Still the wrong answer, but you'd be a part of it. All right, The Room. The Room. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, yeah. You know, I actually met Greg Sestero. They did an event, um, wow. and we did we, we watched a documentary about the movie, and then we did a live script reading. And I played Greg, and he played um, Tommy Wiseau's character, and he and I did a reading on stage. It was wow. really fun. Um, <laughs> but um, no, no, because Tommy Wiseau is sketchy as hell. Nobody knows where he got his money. Might have killed guys. He said he made it selling jeans, but he made like what eleven million selling jeans. I don't want. I want to be far away from whatever the hell is going on there behind the scenes. Uh, Netflix's Immortal Academy Award-winning film Prom. I have not seen Prom. I know nothing about Prom. Is Prom good? Have you seen Prom? I have seen Prom. Uh, Meryl Streep's mm. in it. If that may, and James Corden. So like. Both sides. Oh, um, <laughs> um, no, because that the, the, it's just just one of many Netflix movies. I'm not gonna, you know, take the fall for one of the 20 movies that's coming out in any particular month. No. And last one here, the Sea of Trees. <laughs> Hell no, no. For anybody God, who's, no. who's forgotten the history of *Cop uh, Green*, me and Gary both sea had to watch trees. some of the worst films in in all of history. He got *The Sea of Trees*, Matthew McConaughey's *The Sea of Trees*, and I got hero, right? *The Last Action Hero* with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I certainly, I think, At I least got the off *Last Action here. Hero* was fun. Yeah, that, I mean, I, *Sea of it's Trees* is just to be. melodramatic yeah. in the worst way. With Matthew McConaughey, it's his crying is. Uh, it's lovely, man. No, I mean, I probably wouldn't be working in Hollywood after that one. So, no, no. Your turn, buddy. Is it? Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's my turn. <laughs> my last one is a fun one. Um, I want you to pitch me one one cool thing for the listeners. It can be a podcast. It can be media. It can be a movie. It can be anything that you discovered lately that you want to give a shout out to. What's what? what's something that that the people should know about? Besides the space heater in the butthole. Well, whoa, whoa. <laughs> On the butt, not the butthole. There is a difference. Butthole is a bit too much for me. I, I There are some that I'm sure can handle that. Uh, what's something that I've uh, I discovered recently? Um, huh. Well, this is... This is you know what? You know what? Actually, I'll go here. Out of all the weird things, uh, recently, somewhat recently, I actually got like new shoes, and uh, and for the first time in my life, I got complimented, like in a specific way, on my shoes. Oh. I've been complimented like three times on my shoes, ever since wearing them, and I've never 
Like it's like at best I get like, oh, you're so handsome. And then I'm like, okay, thanks, grandma. That's about it. I, I so if, if, if uh, uh, but like for the first time, like I had people stop me mid conversation while I'm like on a date and just say, hey, wow, you have really nice shoes. Where'd you get them? So shout out to Bangs for making me feel, yeah, that's B-A-N-G-S. I want to say an exclamation point, but either way, they sell shoes. I can't imagine Are you going to post these shoes like on your Instagram story so we can see what's going on? Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I will, Gary. You know what this was? This was a long-winded way of you saying that you've recently went on a date. And congratulations, that, by the way. That's really, that's really <laughs> where it is. Just, hey, uh, let me flex. Let me flex on by them. By the way, I was on a date when it happened, so it's like, whatever. Let me flex on them bangs. All right. Uh, there we go. All right, my last one here, Gary. If you thought I could resist doing one old romp on the hay for this reunion episode, then you don't know me at all. Bringing it back, and with a vengeance... It's the Uberfax game. Yes, no I got five way. sets of facts, three true, Dude, one made sixteen. One made up fun fill fact. Your job, Gary, is to figure out which of the four is the fun fill fact. Gary, you correctly identified the made up fact three times or more. You win. You fail three times or more, and I win. Gary, are you ready to hold my hand and ride the bus with me? Always. Hi. So this is, um, I'm guessing, the fake fact or the real fact? Yeah, you're looking for the fake fact, Gary. You are looking for the fake fact. Let me just say, with my fake news headlines, I gave you two. You're giving me four. This is tough. All right. I know. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, Well, again, that's vintage, Gary. That's where it goes. All right. First one. That's true. Uh, In order to market her newly released single to the Korean market, Katy Perry allowed her image to be used for advertising on a lip balm whose makeup consisted partially of plastic bags. The name for the item was called Firework. Uh, Number two, 44% of dog owners would rather turn to their dog for emotional support than talk about their feelings with a family member, according to a 2019 study. I say as Gary looks for his dog. Uh, Number three, uh, a cat's headbutt, uh, or excuse me, cat's headbutt you as a way of saying they trust you. It's called bunting. And number four, in 1987, sales of Corona dropped because of a rumor that Mexican brewers were peeing in the beer before shipping it to the U.S., Against the odds, Corona was able to trace the rumor back to its source, a Heineken distributor. Uh, What is, uh, which one is the fake fact there, Gary? Okay, so I'm guessing which one is fake. Which one is and fake? Uh, again, that's am, uh, uh, if you want them back. Katy Perry uh, was on a on a firework makeup. Firework makeup. Forty-four yeah. percent uh, of dog owners would turn to their dog before family. Cats headbutting you is showing that they trust you, and it's called bunting. It's called bunting. Okay. And, if, and uh, in 1987, sales of Corona dropped because of a rumor, and uh, it was actually a dirty vicious rumor spread by a Heineken distributor. I am going to say that the Katy Perry one seems a little bit too winky wink. Cause it's 
called Firework. I'm going to say that's the fake one and the rest are real. You have sniffed me out on the first one. Ah! You're absolutely correct. That is the fake fact. Let's move along to number two. In 2011, a man crashed his motorcycle and died while riding in a protest against mandatory helmet laws because he wasn't wearing a helmet. Number two, the ridges of a peanut shell are called limps. Number three, there's a member of the X-Men named Forget-Me-Not. His power is that nobody can remember he exists. And number four, in a room with 23 people, there's a 50-50 chance of at least two people having the same birthday. In a room of 75 people, there's a 99.9% chance. The math just seems off on that last one. How could that be? I'm going to say the last one is fake. And I successfully got rid of you. Uh, The ridges of a peanut shell. I don't know what they're called. If they even have, I think they're just called ridges. I don't know what they are. Uh, What did you say that they were called again? I don't know what they're called. I I, I don't know. Like what? Oh, I said that they're called limps. Limps. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I, I should I, guess that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, and then the, uh, for the forget-me-not and the X-Men, Professor X... It's a real thing. Yeah, he places a psychic reminder in his own mind that forces him to remember forget-me-not's existence once an hour. Weird. Wow. All right. Uh, so you are one and one, Gary. Here we go to quest to uh, the number three listing. Uh, Bambi is listed in Time Magazine's top 25 horror movies of all time, stating it has, quote, a primal shock that still haunts oldsters who saw it 40, 50, and 65 years ago, end quote. Number two, the average sponge left in a sink after one week of use is cleaner than the average cell phone screen on a bacteria-to-square-inch basis. Number three, a mountain lion... Puma, Cougar, and Panther are all the same animal. And number four, inside your belly button are thousands of bacteria that form an ecosystem as complex as a rainforest. Which one's the fake fact there, Gary? So I'm reading this book called Sapiens, and I feel like I read something about the the Panther, Mountain Lion, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to say that one is real. Okay. Um, I, I'm actually going to stick with with my last one. So the I think that number four is fake. Um, I shower every day. I finger my little belly button. Good for like you, a good little boy. Absolutely. I finger the shit out of it. I get all that good. shit out of it. Yes, so absolutely. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say that the last one's mm-hmm. fake because if there's a rainforest in there, I'm freaking out. I mean, what if you have an Audi? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then you can squeak, squeak. All right. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this podcast. Uh, no, you are incorrect. You are now one what? and two. The average sponge the, left in a sink, I have no idea how much bacteria is in there. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I'd imagine the cell phone is uh, is dirtier maybe still. It's I don't probably know. Probably like on the same level I'm, yeah, at it's, least, right? It's pretty close. Yeah. But no, there is Dude, uh, there's a rainforest. <laughs> yeah, finger more. Out about that. Finger more. How, have you seen um, Rick and Morty? Yes. You know the episode where they go into Rick's battery and there's like an ecosystem and then in that battery they, that that's what it made me think of. There's like a little planet of guys living in my belly button. Shout out to uh, Rick and Morty. 
All right, number four, you need to get this in order to at least be 50-50 on Tie, the last yeah. one. Yeah. Here yeah. we go, Gary. The ancient Greeks used to go to the gym naked as a tribute to the gods. The word gymnasium originates from a Greek word meaning school for naked exercise. Number two, on August 9th, 1965, Singapore was ejected from Malaysia. To date, they remained the only country to gain their independence unwillingly. Number three, Ingrid Zeep. There's an... There's one of those accent things. Ingrid Zeke and Augustus Pear were seamstresses by trade in 1834 when they wanted to find a better solution to tighten clothes to the body than buttons. Their invention combined their last name and the zipper was created. Uh, and then number four, the band name and sync was derived from the last letter of the five original band members' names. So, uh, Greeks go to the gym naked. Uh, Malaysia was kicked out and gained independence unwillingly. Uh, the zipper was made by uh, Zeep and Purr. And InSync is... Uh, created by the last letter of the five original band members' names. Which one's the fake one? I'm going to say number three is fake because I think that you um, got... You were trying to really convince me when you were like, oh, there's an accent above the name, and I think that that was all a ruse. I think that you invented those names, and I'm going to say that, that the zipper was invented a little bit later than that. So I'm, I think that that's fake. That's the fake one. Um... I have no earthly idea when the zipper was invented. Uh, and so you it up. I did make it up. Uh, ah! I, man, I came so... I wanted to, too. You're right. You got me. You got my mind out. Uh, Ingrid Zeep. Like, oh, there's like an accent. It's it Ingrid is. Zeep. Come on, man. Dang it. Oh, all right. Last one, Gary. Last one. You are two and two. This, oh, this would be crushing. This would be the last one for a while. And if you get this wrong... I'm going to lord this over you for years. Years, Gary. All right. Literally years. Literally. He's not kidding. I'm not. I never do. Uh, pigeons have been scientifically proven to be incapable of burping, according to a scientific study out of the Institute of Loyola Marymount. Uh, number two, in 2004, when the mayor of fucking Austria was asked if he changed the name of the town, he replied, everyone here knows what it means in English, but for us, fucking is fucking, and it's going to stay fucking. Number three, alcohol impairs your ability to recognize facial asymmetry, one of the reasons why people seem more attractive when you're drunk. And number four, James Earl Jones recorded all of his Darth Vader lines for Star Wars in two and a half hours. He was paid $7,500. Which one is the fake fact there, Gary? Uh, pigeons cannot burp. Uh, the... Uh, there's a place called fucking Austria. Alcohol uh, impairs your ability to recognize facial asymmetry. And James Earl Jones was only paid $7,500 for Darth Vader. Well, I can personally attest to number three. Alcohol really do be making <laughs> sixes into tens. <laughs> but uh, that sounds so terrible. Sorry, guys. Well, guys and girls, it's true for everybody. Um, I think it's number one or number two. And I think this because I know that you love to make up an animal fact. 
we've we've done this before. We have done this but before. You don't know how tempted I was to cheat and look up fucking Australia, but I didn't. Austria, I have Austria, integrity. not Australia. Oh, Austria. Austria, Austria. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Austria. I feel like that's important. Um, I'm gonna say the pigeon one is fake. It's fake. It's fake. I'm curious. Would it have changed your mind if it was fucking Australia? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, uh, Austria—that <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Fair enough. <sighs> Did I get you? Pigeons can burp, or I don't know what they can do, but uh, I don't know. There is no scientific study out of Loyola Merriman. Ah! Uh, <laughs> Gary, yeah, you have gotten three correct, and thus we are uh, we have successfully put an end to this gimme five in the most unsuccessful and way. Wept. Yeah. For he had no more worlds to conquer. Oh, this is so <laughs> yeah. sad. So sad. I don't, um, dude, I haven't... You know, the, the, the movie trivia is one thing, but I haven't done well in an Uberfax in... In forever. In years. Like, yeah. we haven't done that in a while. It's so, There's so much prep that goes into that one. But yes. Yes, you're yes. right. Oh, I am I am depressed. What a way to end the show. I'm I hope the rest That's of your day right. is uh, is is it's way up here, Gary. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a panic episode. No, no. It, it's uh, I am happy for you. I'm happy for the success of my friends, and I am happy that we also got to do this again, Gary. It's uh, it was Me too, fun. man. This is lovely. So uh, even though the gift is for Michaela, I say the real gift is for us, Gary. Congratulations. The gift was the bromance, the kindling. There are still sparks. The fire is alive. It is roaring. And uh, and whenever we hold hands, the sparks are there whenever we disembark. Just like Swiss Army Man. Just the like in Swiss Army Man. Whoosh. That's right. I could do that for hours and hours with you. It's so true. Uh, all right, Gary, this has been fun. This has been real. And this has been real fun. So for Podcastus Emeritus, Gary Boucher. I'm Philip Emmer, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Make sure to go back and listen, even though you already have, Michaela. Go back and listen to all of them again one more time. Hell yeah. For old time's sake, thank you so much for this. Thank you, uh, Gary, for doing this. Thank you for the dog who has made jingling in uh, sounds that uh, that I'm sure have, have uh, come along. Thank you, Aria. Uh, we are going to uh, be back sometime, I'm sure, because we simply cannot keep away as we watch movies all you know the time. What we do? Mm. You know what we should do? We should do Dune. Dune, uh, which one? Just one? One of the two? I bet two is going to be better. The one from last year. I... I love Dune. It was my favorite movie of last year and I could gab wow. about it for as long as that movie is. I wow. saw it like four times in theaters. Wow. Yeah, maybe we do have to talk about it because I don't feel that same way. Alright, uh, but anyway. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you all for listening and we will uh, we'll see you sometime in the future. I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah. <laughs>